Hello and let's be honest. James Seymour is a musician based in Melbourne, Australia. The lead singer of Swim Season, a band he's been with through multiple incarnations, he's recently been working on a solo project called Fields. In 2015, I interviewed him for the Boyish podcast, and we talked about the pros and cons of working solo versus with a band, writing music for films and commercials, and what making it in today's music industry actually looks like. Fields, thank you so much for coming on Boyish. Not a problem. So you're Fields, a.k.a. James Seymour. That's me. The James Seymour that I've known for a very long time. That's me. Um, so we went to high school together. Um, and I think when I first met you, you were playing trumpet in the school band. Yeah, that was me. Yeah. I was a trumpet player. <laughs> Do you still play trumpet? I don't. I bought one a year or so ago. Just mm. to kind of rekindle, I guess. It's rekindle, my, rekindle your, my your romance. Play. Yeah, but uh, I don't still have it. But yeah, no, I, it just sits under my bed now, so I don't really play it much, which is a shame because it's a fun instrument, I guess. It's different. It's different. Yeah. Like, how did you get from that then to the singer, guitarist, superstar guy that you are now? <laughs> uh, I'm not sure to be honest. It just kind of happened. I guess that was the kind of music I was listening to, um, singer-songwriter, folky kind of stuff like uh, Bonnie Ver and all that, and oh, that that had oh skinny love. <laughs> that's Birdie, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's Birdie. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, what are you doing? Didn't um, he cover her singing that song? Yeah, I, th- I think so. <laughs> Shut up. Anyway, <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean, Bonnie Ver and that has, they have trumpet esque elements and, you know, those organic sounds are still in there. So it's not like I've just shunned the trumpet. It's just I've kind of progressed to singing and guitar because I feel like I can be more expressive and um, as a songwriter with those instruments, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So when did you start singing? Um, I guess year 12. So. Oh, goodness. Um, seven years ago. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. yeah right. Wow. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was, it kind of just happened because I wanted to sing along to the guitar parts that I was strumming to. And um, so you knew guitar before you started? Yeah. I, I, well, I, I tell myself I knew guitar. I just kind of taught myself how to play some chords. And, yeah. um, and I feel like I needed to sing to, um, you know, tell a story or um, express the the song's direction or whatever. It was um, kind of bland just playing chords. Yeah. And then it kind of just grew from there, I guess. I, yeah. I'm the other way around. Like I started playing piano to mm. fill up my singing. Really? Yeah. As in like I knew it. Well, you came from theatre though, didn't you? I did. Kind of. Well, kind of. I you mean, you did like, some theatre stuff in high school. I did. Yeah. Well, no, I still do theatre stuff, but like, I think I got into theatre. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I could. Yeah, I could always sort of sing. But yeah, like, yeah, piano was definitely like to help support mm. 
the voice, I guess. Well, that's interesting. And help me, and that's when I started writing songs. When yeah. I could when I could do both. Yeah, exactly. That's I, I think I'm the same, definitely. Mm. So like you started singing in year twelve, um, mm. and you started a band. Yeah, we were kind of in a band for yeah. a little while. Is yeah. that sort of like the same sort of band that's then evolved into? Um, the band that you're in now, or is that? Sort um, of- I guess. I mean, it was with Jono on drums. Yeah, who we went to high school with as well. Um, yeah. and I guess yeah, we were in the band together, and that kind of fizzled out. But me and Jono kept doing stuff, and yeah, I kept writing songs. Um, and we we formed We the People, which was me, Jono, and another guy on bass. And it's like this silly little three-piece and then it kind of grew and we got a four-piece together and then we got some synths involved and then we got more players and then we the people kind of died and then we kind of reformed as Swim Season, which is where we're at at the moment. So I guess it's Swim Season. The whole story is about six years old or something. Yeah. Although we're kind of just putting out our third single or whatever, it's kind of this big thing that's been happening for... A bunch of years, so, in, so I guess I guess you were part of the original <laughs> swim <scene>. yeah. <laughs> yeah, in a way. Do would you be okay with me promoting it like that? Yeah, um, my, my sure. old band, um, Swim Season. Yeah, like, everyone's think, like, <laughs> everyone else in the band's like, who? Who's who, this guy? Who's Dom? Yeah. yeah, it's in the alumni. If you check on Wikipedia <laughs> on Swim Season, yeah, Wikipedia yeah, page, yeah, probably. It's got like pianist, like preceded by Dom Hennigan <laughs> or something like that. No, cool. <laughs> Um, so how's your songwriting developed since then? Cause we start, I think when we were like doing, but I didn't think we even had a name to be honest, no. but, um, we were just doing covers and stuff. Yeah. I think, I think we wrote one song and kind of got a yeah crappy recording if you remember, but, um, it's yeah. somewhere, it's somewhere we'll bring, we'll find it. No, please don't. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, I don't know what, I can't remember what we were kind of directing ourselves towards, but it was kind of fun. Hey, it was fun. Yeah. <clears throat> But um, yeah, these days, I don't know. I kind of think less about um, what chords I'm playing and and all those kind of things, and just kind of try and tell a story, I guess, um, in in the whole part of the songwriting. So the voice, the guitar, and whatever else comes. Um, <clears throat> the way I write these days um, is I kind of see an image or want to write about an image, even if it's looking at a painting or of whatever um and try and replicate that by the way i feel through a song i guess for example i could be surfing a wave or something and i'd try and replicate that through song and that'd be the way i write and it's kind of cool giving yourself some guidelines rather than being like oh what chord can i play next it's kind of a bit bland i think i've done that for so many years where it's just kind of um, you know, you need other avenues to kind of push you in new directions and things like that. So, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I it's 100% fine. have done that as well. Yeah. Like, something, like I've done the, the sort of concept things, mm. I think is probably when I've written the best, I think. Mm. But also there's sometimes, oh, that's a nice chord. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Equals song. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Another, um, the way I've kind of realized that is I've been doing some um, productions for, <clears throat> like a video company for fashion labels and they give you mm. so like you know their campaigns or ads for yeah. for a new release they give you like a um like a brief so they're like we mm-hmm. want it summary we want it this and it has to have these words or it has to have this idea 
And I find it so much easier to write when you have like a list of guidelines. Like you yeah, still have all this. Yeah, you still have all this creativity. Like you're building a song from scratch. Yeah. But give, you're given these guidelines, and it's and it's like, it's so much easier. I find it so much easier. So I've found that I've come up with ideas, and I've given myself guidelines, and that and that's kind of where fields came from, I guess. Cool. So talk about yeah. that. Um. So. It was. It's kind of been a bunch of ideas and things that I've built over years, and Nick, I'm kind of, I'm finally starting to pull it all together. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still finding my sound, but um, yeah, it's definitely getting there. It's like, um, yeah, I don't know. Forming, forming all these ideas to be cohesive is the hardest part, but it's getting there. It's fun. So how's the field sound different from the swim season sound? Um, it's a lot. It's it's quite different actually. It's it's a lot more organic. Um, I guess I guess it's a bit more honest. Um, be, and being quite personable, like it's it's only me. Like there's no other kind of external mm. um, force on the way that the direction of the songs go or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's very it's very acoustic based and and kind of percussive and minimal and and that's the way I want to keep it but um yeah I don't know it's still kind of progressing I guess yeah you'll find it yeah it's mm. still early days yeah um so pros and cons of band versus solo project oh that's an interesting one um pro cons of band I guess is is just having those conflicting ideas. Yeah, while while they're everyone. while they're all, while that's what makes a band special, um, and I think Swim Season have finally found our sound um, with this new EP coming out. Um, it's taken us it's like we haven't played a gig since like May. It's taken us that long to kind of lock down our sound, but the fact that it's taken so long was because because of all that we had. We've had five people in the band kind of throwing their own spin and opinion and and we yeah. butt heads obviously yeah and that's while well, that's hard it's a good thing in a way but um on the contrary in my solo project then there's none of that kind of thing but at the same time there's like there's no one there to kind of when you're stuck to give it a new kind of edge or a new direction so i mean it, it's both a good and a bad for both but it's just the way you look at it i guess say fields <coughs> takes off really well what happens to swim season uh, it'll definitely be there. Like, obviously, my my goal in life is to be a rock star. But <laughs> you know, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep um, both projects going. I'd love to. I think Swim Season's kind of on the priority list at the moment, just because of what's happening. Yeah. With um, EP and and, and I think Field is always going to be there because it's my own thing. So, um, yeah, and it's definitely not at a point where I'm ready to release like a bunch of songs. It's just kind of still mulling and still building as a as a sound so yeah they'll both be there though yeah yeah that's good mm. um so with the go- like what's the goal of you making music these days like we sort of have spoken before about and like i've 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 sort of felt this every time i've been in some sort of band mm. that you're working towards something mm-hmm you are working towards that goal of being, oh, I want to be a rock star one yeah. day. Or you're working to the, what, it's that goal so often of being signed. Yeah. 
which somehow, you know, it's, it's meant to be this amazing thing, apparently, mm. which is that we'll get signed and then yeah. we're done. Like, yeah. we've got limos showing up at our house. We've got, you know, just party after party. Mm. I can quit my job. What's the aim for you? Um, as a solo in, or, or both? As either, to be yeah. honest. Um, look, as I suppose swim season, we've been looking for to kind of break it or make it into the industry for quite a while now we we don't we don't necessarily look for like the perks of you know being rich or having limos like obviously mm. we we purely want to just play the festival tours and like that obviously, uh, I'm, in, obviously I'm in a bedroom recording a podcast obviously i'm not looking for any sort of luxury right now no <laughs> but i mean we, we obviously know that that the industry doesn't you know that's it's just a figment of whoever's imagination like it's not a realistic thing but um our main goal is to just play the festival circuits like our live show is something that is it's why we play music so um that's what we're most proud of and we just want to you know the best feeling is getting on stage and people singing along or dancing along and that's that's why we do it so to get on you know festivals or something like that which is quite achievable i i think um is is all we really want to get to at this stage so um you know that's that's what we want and i suppose myself is as fields is the same same kind of goal mm. just for people to know your music and relate to your music and enjoy your music that's basically it i guess if if that can fund a, a lifestyle then then that'd be great um we've got so many choices of like places you can put your music these mm. days mm -hmm. you've got soundcloud which a lot of people go straight to youtube definitely it's probably the number one place for music these days mm -hmm. you've got apple music just launched got spotify and with those two especially there seems to be a lot of debate over streaming like mm -hmm. this whole idea which is why i find the whole idea of like making it or getting signed it's just like great you get you found another person to take more of your yeah money away from you know yeah record sales that you just like unless we were living in the 1980s you really wouldn't yeah. your life would not change mm -hmm. if you got signed tomorrow like what do you think of um streaming like do you stream stuff um is there any sort of um i know you said before you're not looking for perks and stuff mm. as a sign of success mm -hmm. but um say hashtag making it mm -hmm. what does that look like to you other than being on tour yeah um, from a streaming side of things, I, I stream myself, like I pay for a monthly subscription, but I, I don't think it's something that we should f be fighting as musicians because it's like everyone does it. And that's just the way that, that it is these days. Instead, instead of kind of being like, we're not putting our music on Spotify or whatever, I think we should embrace that and just kind of look for ways forward or to branch out, you know, like it's going to give back eventually if, if you got your um, song out there and people are streaming it, then that's, you know, people are enjoying your music. So that's the way I look at it. I, I think you have to in this day and age, just cause that's the way it is. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. What, what's your favorite streaming service? I use Spotify. Spotify. Sure. But when I want to listen to something that's not on Spotify, like Taylor Swift, I just go on YouTube. <laughs> I was going to ask you actually, what do you think of Taylor Swift? I actually love her. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. People are like what, but yeah, love her. Like as that, like you, like her music, obviously, but like yeah. um, 
production uh, side of things is unreal. Just it, oh, as a as a person. Well, actually, yeah, as a, as a figure in the yeah. music industry. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, I reckon she's great. I can. Well, I don't know whether it's her or a management team or whatever. I think I think they're just so on the ball. Like she took a album off Spotify, and then the next week she went platinum and was the only one to go platinum last year. So. They're pretty smart. And then she was that uproar against, um, what was it, Apple, Apple, Apple Music. And, yeah. and, you know, and that's kind of like, well, musicians win kind of thing because mm. she made Apple pay musicians for the, what was it? For first the trial day? period. Yeah. yeah, it was like a three-month <laughs> Which is like whatever, but, mm. but such a great thing for someone like that, of that status to be, to be doing because obviously she doesn't care for, you know, she's not going to have her music on there anyway, so. It's mm. good. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> she scares the shit out of me. <laughs> How so? Just beca- just that that example right there mm. of just like I'm going to pull nineteen, yeah, and then yeah. and then suddenly Apple, mm. arguably one of the most powerful companies in the world, is like, okay, then yeah, we'll pay enough. everyone. Yeah, it's like, oh, that that yeah. was a moment. Like that was kind of like, yeah. holy shit, she's how, got how a lot of power. Yeah. Um, yeah. And she's 25 or something yeah. like that. But, yeah, and then, like, I don't know, her, her constant feuds with people, mm. every album she releases, which seems to be about some man, mm. like, mistreating it's her. All, it's all such a big, like, brand image, isn't it? It's like yeah. they've done so well to yeah, kind of... Yeah, she's done it so well. Get where she is. But she's still a dork, I think. <laughs> it's like, remember a couple of years ago when she was playing country kind of stuff? She's mm. just, like, a big dork. She's kind of gumpy and yeah. I think she's still got Ooh, that. Oh, don't say she's, that. She might. Well, she might take this He didn't mean that, Tay. Tay, Tay. He did not mean that. <laughs> don't take his stuff off of Apple Music. Uh, where are you going to put your EP? How are you going to? Swim season. Yeah, swim season. And where are you putting your stuff for Fields? Uh, I haven't released anything for Fields, actually. Mm. Um, yeah, I noticed that when I was trying to do my yeah, sorry research. About that. <laughs> yeah, no, you got a good video up though on YouTube. Yeah, like from another channel of some sort. Yeah, so it's it's featuring the songs featuring on like a like a indie short film on yeah. the soundtrack, and they just cool. part of their kind of campaign was to film the um, artists because they're all local artists on the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Um, film them playing it live, which was a cool little thing, I think. Yeah. Um, so that's basically all that's online for fields. Yeah. But no, yeah, I, I actually, I was going to say something about like this. I enjoy watching those though, yeah. like live stuff shot in the studio while mm-hmm. it's recorded because the, lately when I've been watching music videos, I'm just like, what is going on? Here? You know, like <laughs> it's like the crazy concept. They're like, everything else has been done. So they're going to make it as crazy as they can. Or so they just do saying? it again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like the, the craziest shit you've ever seen. Or it's just like, let's just get an apartment and just like, you know, which is fine. But it's like, I actually really just enjoy mm. watching, um, you know, somebody perform something yeah, right. live-ish or whatever. Yeah, I like, think that's. I think that's. I think most people do like those. What if YouTube those? has shown us anything like that, yeah, Vivo sure. and all that kind of stuff, people love watching mm. t- people sing. <laughs> mm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, back to basics. Yeah. <laughs> However, Taylor Swift, amazing video <laughs> clips. Really, just yeah, a, yeah, incredible stuff. She needs to do a, a live acoustic. Uh, Tay Tay don't need to do anything. Oh, sorry. Yeah, just, <laughs> just watch it. <laughs> I think her management have that under control, hey? They know what they're doing. I think so, yeah. Fair enough. All right. So, Fields was um, part of this competition to do with some sort of bank. Yeah. 
making music or bank? It's what, called, can you it's called the Melbourne Music Bank and it was run by Bank of Melbourne. Jesus. Yes. I just, I enjoy it. <laughs> I enjoy this thing. I went to a conference recently um, about advertising. They were covering like advertising and, and they covered banks and just how banks try to humanize themselves yeah. by like showing that they're like giving back to the world yeah. or like they're giving back to the earth and mm-hmm. it's, look how good this bank is. Mm-hmm. And it's at the end of the day, so it's like, yeah, you're, you're a bank. <laughs> like we own, you're there cause we need you, but that's it. We know you're taking money off of us and blah, blah, blah. But it's very interesting when they give back. So what, what so bank of Melbourne, did they give you like a, a free credit card or something or what, what, what was the deal there? <laughs> the, opportunity, the-, the opportunity was, um, for like a, a local musician to or local musicians to submit their song mm. um to them and then they choose like a top 12 who who then get voted on so it's like a bit of a popularity contest there but then the top four who get chosen through the voting um go and play in front of like a panel of judges who are a part of the industry so there's like one two three agency for pr and a bunch of like notable people so um <clears throat> and then the the winner gets like a th- prize pack worth up to 30 grand or something it's basically just a kickstarter for them to get in the studio and do their thing and whatever so i got into the top 12 and then and was, obviously wasn't popular enough oh. that, didn't pull enough votes so i didn't <laughs> get through but that's all right it kind of gave me a kickstart um with fields I mean, yeah. I hadn't released anything or hadn't done anything. So it kind of got my A into G and, and I recorded like a little demo and put that forward and yeah. and got through. And, and there was a pretty good response um, through, you know, friends online and people who saw my or heard my tune through Melbourne Music Bank. Bank <laughs> of. So, yeah. I just love that. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it, I mean, we're talking about fields now because of because I kind of took that initiative and exactly. got, got something done. So it it always does though. Like with um whenever people uh start, you know, start a startup or start a band mm. but they're like, Oh, I've written this song or oh I'm kinda there. Yeah. It's like book a gig. Yeah, just get it because done. Because then you will get you yeah. have to get it done. Yeah. I mean this Fields has been going for <clears throat> for quite a while. Like it's I've got mm. a lot of lot of stuff in my catalogue. And it's just, I've just never sat down and kind of recorded it and submitted to anything. So that's good in that sense. Yeah, for sure. Um, One final question for this segment here. Mm -hmm. We're going to go deep. Are you ready? Yeah. Do you think that there would be any music without love? Wow. Can I ask where that question came from? Yeah, sure. I mean, like just listening to music. Have you ever listened to music before? Like literally, like let's take Adele's 21, okay, for instance, or yeah, Adele's she's got 19, she's or got Adele's 22. Well, I haven't heard a new song. Yeah, oh, I have to listen to, to it. It's on an ad or something. What is I haven't heard it. Well, how's it go? Is it something like, I haven't heard Ow, it. Well, no, something. Maybe something like that. Scarfow, love. Love. Yeah, something like that. No, but just like so many albums and even the bands you don't expect them mm. to, like if they mm. t- they sing about, you know, like pencils or something like that, but then eventually they get that album where it's just like, they had a bad breakup and this album's about yeah. love. And then you find out the pencil album is actually, <laughs> is actually a metaphor love. for love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In some way. It's what I used to call my bae. Like, 
Um, <laughs> so I don't know. What do you think? Like, um, for sure. Um, I don't know if the uh, loves loves a massive influence on a lot of things. I don't think that. I think they'd still be music. Might be a bit more aggressive or something. But um, but it'd either be, yeah, it'd either be really aggressive or it'd be very like fifties kind of mm. really light. Yeah, it's I I think I think loves not just for a person but for whatever you're feeling or whatever you're doing or or I don't know whatever you're singing about it comes back to that in some form. Yeah, um, that's why you'd sing about it because it's it's I think maybe passion's the right word rather than love. I think passion is what drives musicians ultimately so they that's what they sing about or you know that's why they're doing it so i think that's in my eyes that's what that's the way i see it um i wanted to talk a little bit about uh music on ads you mentioned earlier um a couple of things that you were working on um some songs for a fashion label mm-hmm. um when they were rolling out their season connection collection but also with this this bank of music bank of melbourne bank were they making a bank? Yes, they're getting free marketing right now through you saying their name. Well, I'm not sure if I'm endorsing it. However, I uh, I uh, do enjoy going to the old Bank of Melbourne ATM. Nice. And uh, it's nice and colourful, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, look, it's I love the purple. I yeah. love the triangles in the logo. Yeah. I love the people. I love the bank. Bank of Melbourne. <laughs> Go to their website now. It'd be great if they wanted to sponsor this. Uh, maybe you should hit them up. Yeah, maybe. Uh, maybe I will. Maybe I'll do it after we record this and then in between our segments where we rip up Bank of Melbourne, we can have some Bank of Melbourne ads. Just send them the good parts. Yeah, just really, but really badly juxtaposed. Being like, Bank of Melbourne, what a shit bank. Anyway, we'll be back. <laughs> you know, bad Bank of Melbourne. <laughs> you know, <laughs> our cards are, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> that's the, that's all they've got going. How's Bank of Melbourne different? We have a purple logo. Well, there you go. Bank of Melbourne, there you go. Um, but yeah, I wanted to talk a little bit about music on ads because uh, I don't really watch much TV or listen to like radio, like local radio. But like when I do, I'm just pff, just boggles my mind how many. How, I feel like every year, whatever song wins the Triple J Top 100. Um, or perhaps whatever won the Triple J Top 100 like five years ago, I feel, just features on every ad. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, what's that one? Um, I can't remember the band's name, but Lady, but I don't to the dark side. Yeah. yeah. Just every ad had that on it at one yeah. point, probably still. And what it says to me, just as like a, you know, in, from an advertising point of view, is just like, what are you expecting out of that? Like as the company that's advertising, because all I get out of that is like, oh, that song, I know that song, and I forget the product yeah. altogether. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, that's a nice. Song. I know that song, and then there's yeah. like, what was that advertising again? It's like it doesn't really work. Yeah, but right. say when you're recording something for an ad, mm-hmm. for instance, um, say this like fashion brand that wanted a summary thing, mm-hmm. were you doing a bit of that kind of jigging, jigging, jing, jigging, jigging, jing? Yeah, jing, I mean, jing, you could always get that gluck, typical gluck, gluck and spiel. <laughs> there's always that. Uh, typical approach, I guess. Mm. Um, <clears throat> I'd love right now if you just said, and that's exactly what I do. <laughs> well, you, you, you wrecked my punchline. But anyway, um, <laughs> nah, I mean, I, th- I think it wouldn't be that much fun if I went down that route. 
mm. it, like I don't know. I'd just go and write my own songs. But um, jigging, jigging, jigging. Glocken, nah. Um, but <laughs> this um, one's called Glockenspiel. <laughs> but I do try and make it as original as possible. I mean, that's what they want. I guess <clears throat> that's why they've contacted me to write like an exclusive kind of song for their own, like a theme. I guess. Yeah. Um, so you have to be original in some, like bringing in those aspects of the typical like summary vibes is great as an influence or as a, um, you know, as to base the guitar riff around or something. I don't know. But yeah. I think you do need to make it original unless you cop, unless you're grabbing and using like Riptide for it. And then why would you get someone to write a song to be the same? But I yeah. feel like that's how a lot of like, <laughs> songs for ads are written though mm. this song love that song make that song but yeah, make it you know enough. make yeah. it uh you know yeah that we don't have to pay royalties to this band. yeah true <laughs> um yeah, it's a fine line i guess now you were telling me that you're um producing some scores and stuff mm-hmm. uh for well for a film coming up and you've been doing a bit of that work yeah um, there again, we've got like some similarities and so like, I don't know if you've been to the movies recently, but you know, when you see like five trailers in a row and all of them this summer, yeah, <laughs> it's just like, it's all generic music mm. until this, like, what do you call that? Like a ba- a bass drop or something like, I don't yeah, even know like what you, I don't know. Swell. I don't know. It's a, that I feel like that kind of thing. You know what I'm talking about? It was like, yeah, I feel like. It's from the time The Dark Knight came out, quite mm-hmm. honestly. I feel that was very much that score. And then every single action fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. film since then, like every action, not even action, like just deep films as well. Where it's just like, you know, I love you. I love you. Boom. It's like some <laughs> indie film. Um, it's the same kind of score. Like, yeah. which so are you doing that with this film? Can you make one for this podcast? Because I want to make a trailer. Um, but yeah, no, what's your approach to uh, to uh, doing some scores for films? Well, first off, I guess those Hollywood those Hollywood kind of scores they have access to uh, you know a, an orchestra, which I don't. <laughs> so I can't really make those dan- you know a, yeah. an alteration of. Dun, 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 whatever i suppose i can synth based but yeah you know <laughs> like you I said can. it's like in fact i will <laughs> in fact you wanted you wanted us. you want it and we'll do it right now <laughs> no I, I mean yeah I'd, I'd i'd try to steer away from that unless it needs it it's it's mm. all about what they ask for and what it needs so i don't know um <clears throat> i'm making all of these from scratch it's not like i'm grabbing yeah. a template of a bass dropper or whatever um, so <laughs> a template. You know, it's, what does that look like on a score? By the way, it's just like all notes, and then suddenly this really yeah. low, yeah, four pages down. Basically, boom. well, I don't need to write it out because I'm making it all in in the box. So yeah, um, but yeah, I try and keep it as original as possible and to their brief as much as possible, but also kind of making it their own in a way that it kind of. Uh, expresses the film. A lot of the films I'm working on aren't Hollywood blockbusters. Oh. <laughs> Actually, all of them aren't Hollywood blockbusters. So. Oh, that's the only reason why you're here. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot well, of them are like- Thank you so much for coming <laughs> on. 
<laughs> no worries. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> he just flew out of here. Yeah. <laughs> nah, a lot of the films are kind of indie films and they aren't the genres are quite broad as well. So I'm finding that I'm doing quite a few different um styles and um using different instruments and different influences. And that, like the constraints of that is awesome as well. Mm. You don't have an orchestra, so you could be using, you know, whatever saucepans or something. Exactly. Like that. Yeah. Literally. Have you heard some of um Johnny Greenwood stuff I from Radiohead? Um Oh, like, I have actually, yeah. Yeah, like he yeah. did the score for he's done shitload of scores actually, but there will be blood and mm. um lots and lots of films actually. He mm. does They're fun. Yeah, and he's obviously really, really interesting just with the <laughs> instruments that he uses mm-hmm. and stuff. So that's pretty cool stuff. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we're going to go through the uh, the final round of questions here where you may – can we add some game show? I feel like now we're on a game show. Can we add some game show? Uh, can you make us some game show sounds? Now we're on the final round. Do, 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 do. Okay. <laughs> We've got like a timer. <laughs> I can make those for you. Okay, cool. But they're so basically going to go... <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a final round. But I can make it a little bit more towards your taste, so it might be a little bit different, but yeah. probably not. I want probably be the same. with a glockenspiel. Oh, okay. Thank you so much. Oh, Constraints. There you go. <laughs> um, these are just a bunch of uh, really serious questions that okay. I need you to take really seriously. And... Okay. Uh, just really think deeply about them and answer them as best as you can. I know they're going to be going to be pretty hard. All right, uh, let's uh, start with. Uh, so, what did you have for breakfast this morning? I had four slices of toast yeah, with four. Sli- okay, yeah, yeah. Go it was on. a smaller loaf. It was a panna di casa, you know, the the longish ones. A what? I feel like you need to put an accent on if you're going to say that. <laughs> I can't. What's the panna di casa? It's a panna di casa. You gotta. <laughs> Sorry. Come on, go. I can't do it. You can't do it. Oh. Panna di casa. <laughs> yeah. You so just lost a point. I also had ricotta and maple syrup on them. Try it. Ricotta and maple mm-hmm. syrup. Mm-hmm. Try it. <sighs> okay. Um, mm-hmm. We might have to do another video or something where I actually try this. Cause do it. It's either going to blow my mind. It will. Or blow my bowels. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, all right. Cool. That's good. I had Nutella on toast. Somebody said to me the other day, they were like, yeah, so I found out today, apparently Nutella, not good for you. And I was like, oh. Why? I was like, uh, well, firstly, like how good can Nutella be for well, you? Well, it's got it's, nuts in it. It's pretty <laughs> good. <laughs> but yeah, I, yeah. It's also pretty much like spreading like chocolate on, yeah. on your bread. That's true. So I'm not sure how much of an illusion I was under. That well, this do ricotta and maple. That's way better for you. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That, well, that's what I said to them. And they were like, <laughs> Nutella, not so good for you. I was like, you know what is good for you, though? Which I'm not quite convinced it is. <laughs> just put some banana on. <laughs> Sorry, did you just put an accent on banana? So you can't put an accent on banana de gouda, but you can be like, banana. All right, great. Cool. Well, we've exposed a lot in, that, <laughs> in this final round. a good round. question. All right. Uh, what songs did what song songs did you listen to on the way here? On the way here, yeah. Or did you listen to a podcast or something? Like I was that? listening to Triple J. They were actually they played Flight Facilities with Allies singing. Cool, oh, I like Allies. You know that song Cravey? No, it's good. They Flight Facilities just played a <clears throat> concert at Sydney Meyer, I think, with all these artists. They had like Reggie Watts, Allies. Um, 
Reggie Watts. Yeah, they the had a bunch of artists. Late Late Show. He's got a big afro and he loops his voice yeah, and yeah. stuff. And they had um, yeah, they had a bunch of other people jump up there like Emma Louise and who else was there? Can't remember, but apparently it was off the chain. And I think it was like a live recording from that. So cool. Yeah, that was cool. Reggie Watts. I find have you ever watched the Late Late Show? Like no, nah, but I've watched Reggie Watts videos because okay. he's awesome. Well, I didn't know him. I just find like, because there's so many late night shows starting now, mm. like you got Colbert, James Corden and all these people. But yeah. the, the, with their house bands, you could, cause not only do you have this new host, but you've got this new house band. Oh, they yeah. refer to them like, and it's Reggie Watts, with, as if everyone's like, oh, I know that guy. I yeah. Like, Who's that guy? And he's really big hair, confident. Amazing. But I think, uh, yeah, I love him. Uh, cool. Um, uh, what's your preferred social network? I like Facebook. Ooh. I like Instagram. Risky. I like yeah, Twitter. Instagram. <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I like, all of them have their own little niche, I guess. Yeah. And I only honestly use them to promote <laughs> swim season and fields, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah actually, yeah, I looked at the fields Instagram the other day. Yeah. And yeah. just to good. kind of follow other artists and network with them that's basically why i use them so mm. they're all good to do their own thing i guess some some artists all are, of them all the answer them. there some of them are some of them some artists are good to network with on twitter others are do you, you find know. that it's it's is it good for music to do mm. networking on twitter yeah i think you have to yeah well you don't have to but yeah i think it's good you can get it's direct contact like richard kingsmill replied to me the other day just like he put me down because i said something he was my wrong. idol when i was growing up really yeah i wanted to be music director of triple j and yeah yeah why and now i am no <laughs> no i'm starting my own network well, what did he know, say like, to you well is he just like i'm a legend no he said it was like the uk and um awards um shortlist uh-huh for music Album of the year. Yeah. What was it? Like the Mercury or something? Or? <clears throat> yeah, Mercury. Right, yeah. <clears throat> and he said, oh, who should have made it? And like Foles wasn't on the list and stuff. And I said, uh-huh. I said, Tame Impala. <laughs> like, just didn't even think. It was like 9 a.m. I was like, Tame Impala, duh, because their album's amazing. And then he goes, um, they might need to get a UK citizenship. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> the, so one, you- <laughs> the one point of contact I've had with Richard Kingsman <laughs> my whole life. So he burned he you. Put, he put me down. <laughs> So I'm just like, ah, let's never let them go. Let's never talk again. Yeah. <laughs> Please play me on your show. Yeah. <laughs> I just wrecked it for the whole band. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, favorite rainy day TV show or movie? Oh. And I say rainy day, but when I was writing this down, I was just like, this could be like maybe when you've had a bad day. Do you know what I mean? Like when you, or, you know, you've got nothing to do. You just want to go home, get into bed and watch something. Um, I really like fantasy kind of stuff. I like, um, um, uh, American Horror Story. Oh yeah. I love that show. Really? Uh, I yeah. watched like a minute of it the other night and I was like, I am just yeah, I don't terrified. Know. I like, right oh really? Now. Yeah. Well, more just disgusted. Okay. But yeah. <laughs> I also like Vikings. Vikings is sick. Really? Yep. All right. I've never yeah. watched Vikings. Get around it. Did you, have you ever watched Entourage? Not really. Oh, okay. I saw the movie. Yeah. In LA because I had to. 
Were you in LA? I was in LA. Yeah, I'll just drop that there. Yeah, what I was were you doing in LA? in LA on tour. I was actually, I went over as like a study tour group for um oh. with uni at like LA Film School. Yeah, so we're studying some film and stuff like that. Hey, that's awesome. Yeah, it was pretty fun. What'd you pick up? Um, we did a tour like the first always week we put did a, a bass drop. <laughs> what did we pick up? Yeah, always <laughs> to put a bass drop down. Now, um, we um. We did like two, we toured all the, uh, what do you call it, studios in LA in the first week. The second week, we kind of mingled with um, people in the LA film school and learned a bunch of stuff. We actually made a short film while we were over there. Wow. We had like a 24 hour challenge thing. So that was fun. That's and cool. that was like my intro to film. What did it end up being about? Oh, so did you have to make it in 24 hours? Mm. Mm. Whoa. Okay. So it was like, it had to be thriller, it had to have. A shoe in it, <laughs> and it had to have had to be like why was the premise. So, okay, yeah, we came up with this little sh- film. It went for about two minutes. It was fun though. <laughs> I would panic and just be like, "Cool!" So it's about some kids in a film school that have to make a film in twenty four hours. <laughs> yeah, that's not bad. Featuring the words "why" and a shoe. Mm. I love it. Let's do it. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, What's your favourite place for a meal in Melbourne? Firstly, what's your favourite meal? Are you like favorite? a lunch, oh, dinner, goodness. brunch? Um, probably brunch. I love, a, br- love right. a good brunch. I feel like in this series I'm going to have to eventually ban people from saying brunch because I feel like... You just said, everyone you, is it brunch no, or no, dinner? it's right for you. You're our first <laughs> guest. I feel you later on. Everyone's going to say brunch. Oh, well, brunch. Right, I'll go with dinner. I love dinner. No, no, no. Whatever. Like brunch. Brunch is good. Everyone yeah, likes brunch. So is, so is dinner. All right, fine. <laughs> so, where's your favorite place to go to dinner then? Oh, I thought we were talking about brunch. Oh, uh, All right. Thank you so much for being on the show today. <laughs> <laughs> dinner. I don't know. Um, I go. I have no idea. I I go to a lot of places, to be honest. Um, well, my housemate owns a crepe store. Maybe you should go check it out. Myrtle's crepes. <laughs> Myrtle's Crepes. Where's that? In Westgarth. In Westgarth? Ah, oh, I love Westgarth. All right. Yeah, right, get around it. What's a dinner crepe look like? Oh, he's got like, um, what does he call it? There's uh, savory crepes. So, it's you can have like bacon and eggs on it. You can have whatever you want. It's great. So this is the thing. Yeah, yeah try it. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm going to have to try it. Yeah. yeah. It'd be like the... the Don't um, judge. Test. Yeah. No, but it's, it's, if you have to put savory crepe in front of it or well, like, no, there's, there's like the sweet the or dessert pizza of, in front of it you just no, you just, you've just confused me well there's two menus yeah so oh, there's like yeah, sweet crepes there? where it's a different crepe base so it's you know you can put, <laughs> I know all about it alright I live with a guy okay cool yeah, coming up on the crepe, <laughs> crepe cast we've got <laughs> oh I go to detail you can go check it out Murps, Murps, Myrtle, Myrtle's crepes <laughs> M- Merv scrapes, check it out. <laughs> All right, uh, cool. Um, favorite place to clothes shop? Um, ASOS online. Okay, because it's cheap. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah, I don't have the patience for ASOS. When okay. I want something, I'm just like now. Okay, but yeah, I respect that. Thank you. It means you have patience. Yeah. Or you're cheap. I don't know. I'm cheap. Yeah. Cool. There we go. Um. Uh, what's your go-to sh- pair of shoes right now? Probably my Vans that I'm wearing right now. 
Yeah. Grey vans. All right. So we got some vans, classic vans. What color is that? It's kind of like like a shawl oh, grey. A... <laughs> what? <laughs> a, a white, a light. Digging, digging, ding, digging, digging, ding, digging, digging. Come into store today and grab some shawl grey vans. Everyone's wearing them this summer. Nothing's hotter than shawl. What's a shawl? End of, end of commercial. Yeah. That's what, what why? <laughs> that's it. Pair of shoes. Hey, the question why. People are going to talk about it, aren't film. They? Yeah. There we go. We've made our short film. We've got the music for it. We've got the story. I'm, I'm loving it. Okay, cool. So you got some shawl. We'll take a photo of them. If you don't know, if you can't work out what the color shawl is. <laughs> Do we, Joe, Joe, our producer here. Can you Google the word? Shoal, shoal grey, and just see what comes up, and just get back to us. Isn't shoal like an over, like a light over? I don't think shoal is anything, James. Uh, let's move on to the next question. Uh, are you a watch person? Yeah. What? Okay. What if? What's your favorite watch? What have you got? Are you a collector? I've got, <clears throat> I've got a few. I've I wear the horse. Horse yes. is good. I got a horse on. You got a horse? Yeah. This is a shoal grey and, um, <laughs> and rose gold. Yeah. This was probably what <laughs> James is considering shoal grey. James, it's not shoal grey. Like, look what comes up. This is, is it like. Dark? Is it like a dark grey? You've got like. Oh, it's dark similar. green. Okay, it's some sort of. Yeah. No, I'd it's call it light, like, light grey. Yeah. All right, yeah. Grey, grey, green, maybe. Like, I, I don't know. We'll let the people decide. Okay. Just hashtag shoal grey and tell us what you what colour you think grey these things are. Grey with an are. E or an A? With an E. An E? I never know. Or does it feel like an A to you? No. An E. Well, then why are you looking at me like I've made a mistake? I was just asking you a question. All right, listen. So, all right, you've got a horse watch. What what design is it? Is it black? It's, is it shoal grey? Like, what is it? It's, it's like tan... And it's actually got a like a charcoal black face. It's cool. So it's oh, like is it tan... one of those big, the thicker ones? No, it's like same as sl- yours. Okay. So it's like a black charcoal face and bit where yours is rose gold. Yeah. And the band is like brown, like nice. tan. Beautiful. But at the moment, I'm wearing my Fitbit. Just yeah. to get my steps up. You get <laughs> keeping fit. Yeah. Yeah. How you going? Pretty good, thanks. Yeah, yeah. I've got an Apple Watch, and I just it. I it, saw your review on that actually. Yeah, it's great because it tells it just lets me know how it tells the time devastatingly unhealthy I am. So oh, okay, yeah, it's good. Good having a reminder of that. Yeah. Oh, you alerted me to how terrible I'm doing today. <laughs> That's true. Great. Um, it's called motivation, Dom. <laughs> favorite Australian Prime Minister. Now we've had pro- what like oh. twenty Prime Ministers in the last five years. Who's your Who's your guy or girl? Um. I'm not much of a political person, so okay. my opinion would not be very educated. No, but that, that's what we're looking for. I'm interested okay, why, so why people, because you do have to vote in this country as well. Um, you do. Yeah. Correct. So, well, it's kind of like I'm going to see. I'm going to put it out there that I voted for the basics um, last last thing because <laughs> well, I have not. I don't know politics. The basics, you know, the band. Yeah. yeah. They the basics made like a. Uh, a party. Oh, uh, yeah, I remember hearing about this. So you voted for the basics. Yeah. Were you done throwing away your vote then? Yeah. So your favourite Prime Minister would have been Gautier. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. 
Right. You went to our school as well, mate. I know. I know. Yeah. I remember. Uh, go to here for prez. Yeah. Go. Go to here for prez. We don't. He was school, school captain, wasn't he? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's one step away then. Correct. Probably more qualified than Abbott was. Um. <laughs> and uh, finally, what would you have done if I said Tony Abbott? By the way. Uh no, I would have gone. Well. You're the guy. <laughs> so the you're only the guy. guy that, the only guy. Yeah, you're that vote that got him over the line. Yes, no, it's not him. Okay. All right. No, I feel like it'd be interesting if we do get someone who's like, yeah, Tony Abbott. I'd be like, so why? <laughs> yeah, let's have another 40-minute podcast <laughs> yeah. about it. We just extended the podcast. Yeah. Final question. Yeah. This is a deep one. Are you, are you sure you're ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready. This might, this may have, you may have an emotional reaction to this because this is quite, um, okay, it's quite heavy. What's your favorite app to use on the toilet? <laughs> uh, my favorite app to use on the toilet, probably Facebook. <laughs> yeah, have you? Are you someone who? I used to be like Clash of Clans, but then I, I was no, I like I got so frustrated with it, yeah. So I stopped playing, and then it was, um, Candy Crush, but then I got way too good at it, so I'm like, pull yourself. <laughs> Bit of a backdoor breath. <laughs> so just- I can't. I can't do this anymore. I'm so good at it that I'm completing it way before I'm done on the toilet basically, as well. So it's just not working for me. And I was like, well, you know, you could either become a musician or a professional candy crush or yeah so it was it was just you know the point the turning point in my life where i was like stop playing that on it, the toilet <laughs> <laughs> and that's when fields happened that's when basically well <laughs> yeah. it's probably around the same time so maybe we've uncovered how fields came about um really. it wasn't the bank it <laughs> yeah like yeah I, that's part of my Bank of Melbourne promo. I, I love the app so much. I used it on the toilet. Bank of Melbourne. Um, purple. Have you the color purple? No, actually, no. That's a yeah, very deep film. Um, have you ever posted a status and stuff on um, on while you're on the toilet? I, I bet you have. I don't think I have, to be honest. Well, I've probably posted an Instagram post. <laughs> As in, like, what taking a selfie? No, or like, like what? Like, a predetermined post, like I've had the picture ready to go before I go to the toilet and I just spend the time. <laughs> You're waiting for 7.30 on a Sunday night or something, like when yeah. everyone's on Facebook. Basically. Yeah. Very Well, it's good to know that your trips to the toilet are calculated. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, it's almost 7.30. I can go to the toilet and get that Instagram post out of the way. <laughs> there we go. Two birds, one stone and one bad burrito. There we go. Um, <laughs> no, very good. Well, I feel like what we need to set a challenge is for you to post from the fields Facebook page, something about this podcast mm-hmm. that also alludes to the fact that you're posting from the toilet. Oh, okay. Can you can do, do that? that? I can do All right. that. That'd be great. Okay. And, um, and we'll feature it on our um, Facebook page, assuming we make one, which we will <laughs> by then. Cool. <laughs> You'll do it and I'll be like, yeah, jokes. Like, we're not actually doing a podcast at all. <laughs> it was all just a ruse to get you to post something. From it. Having said that, <laughs> you're going to perform a song for us after this uh, uh, interview is over, which it is. What are you going to perform for us today? Uh, a song called Unstable Boy, or as you like to put it, 
Foolish man. Foolish man. I what? no, I had to listen back to the song. So I sent James a message the other day, saying I love the song and I can't get it out of my head. Uh, and I love, uh, yeah, I love foolish man. I called it, and you were like, oh, "Do you mean unstable boy?" <laughs> it just totally trolled me. I was like, "Oh yeah, great, thanks." Yeah, and I was like, mm, is it "Surely you that? say, surely you say those in foolish man in the lyrics." And I was like, "And you were like, oh, I don't think I, I actually do. thought you about literally it. say it every chorus, like multiple times." Foolish man, I'm pretty sure. Because you're foolish uh, man. Uh, oh, here. foolish mind. That's what I say. I'm pretty sure it's man. Uh, you're probably right. Yeah, great. So, uh, <laughs> if you could just sing it like that. So, what, what's the lyric there? Your foolish mind isn't here. I really think it would be better if you just changed that Your foolish that to man, man isn't here. Yeah. Because that's what I thought it was about. You, you've got a guy, you're seeing a guy. Look, what is it actually about? So. <laughs> so. <laughs> I wrote it after watching Game of Thrones. <laughs> so, it's in the... Okay. Um, it's kind of, it's it's a metaphor for like being in the perspective of a direwolf, seeing all these um, kings and queens quab- quarrelling over themselves and their their sense of power, rather than thinking about the um, the more problematic situation at hand, which was winter is coming. So that was the kind of metaphor and lyrics that I used. But it, yeah, that's that's what it's about. Here's what I thought it was about. Please tell me. Um, is some some guy that somebody is dating, mm-hmm. maybe I suppose a girl in this. No, no, a girl that you liked, right? Mm-hmm. Was dating this guy mm-hmm. who was some sort of unstable man. And she was in a situation where, you know, you're there, she's there, and her foolish man isn't here. And oh. that's what you were singing about. Yeah, I think that's a much better story than yeah, what, but whatever this Game of Thrones time, thing is. But Yeah. Yeah, I, I, doesn't matter. I think that. So, uh, yeah, James is about to perform that song about uh, about falling in love with a girl who's seeing a guy that's a bit of a bit of a dick, and he's not even there. So, James, uh, thanks for joining me on on the podcast today, and no uh, and uh, take it away. Thanks for having me, Dom. <laughs> no worries, no worries. And that that advice for that song was was free, by the way. Don't thanks. Worry about that. Yeah, just send the uh, send the check to Bank of Melbourne. I said it was free. Um, yeah. <laughs> On the fallen's mind, the kingdom is falling.
can feel summer's cry As cold as it holds down Seymour there. Next week, I'm joined by youth worker, politician, comedian, and reality television contestant, yes, that is a lot of things he does, Muhammad Alasi, to talk about why he's had such a varied career and what it's like being a level-headed Muslim personality in the media.